Let's chat about how to get what you need for your home when you don't have a lot of cash or credit. You can do that at Aaron's. Rent to own appliances, furniture, and tech from top brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. But say you don't need it anymore. No problem. At Aaron's, you can return your product at any time or even upgrade it for something new. Life's always changing. With Aaron's, your stuff can change right along with it. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. Approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply. See your local store for details. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. What's up, y'all? It is Lip Service, and you know we always have to start the show off with Woman on Top with Delion Tequila. So, you see I got my little bit. Um, so today we are celebrating Vivian Cunningham. Now, never let anybody tell you that it's too late for you to do anything or to accomplish your goals. Vivian Cunningham is not only a grandmother, she's a great grandmother, and she's graduated from college on May 8th. She's 78 years old. She graduated from Sanford University in Birmingham, Alabama. Can you believe that? Oh, I love this story. So inspirational. She was a single mom of two back in the 60s. She was a custodian. And then she worked in the mailroom at the Alabama Power Company. They did offer to reimburse her college tuition. So over the years, she started going for her um, college degree bit by bit while also simultaneously raising her family. Then she retired in 1992. And that's when she went ahead and attended Sanford University and got her bachelor's degree in liberal studies. And her kids were there to watch her graduate. Her kids are 59 and 54 years old. And guess what? She's not done. She said she might go for her master's degree next. And she said, I would like to tell all the viewers, if you have a dream and you're passionate about that dream, pursue it. Don't let anybody tell you that it can't be done. And we're all about that on Woman on Top. No one can ever tell you you can't do anything. I want to say happy birthday to Gigi also and congratulate you. Hey, it's my birthday. <laughs> beyond the Poll. Are we allowed to announce your other yes. news too? Yes. Beyond the Poll on WeTV, June 3rd, um, Thursdays at 10 p.m. I'm so excited. I can't wait for you guys to see all about life. After stripping, that's what it's about. Oh, and the other news that I might have a new boyfriend? We'll see. Um, no, I'm in another TV appearance too. Are we allowed to talk about that? Oh, no, no, not that one yet. Okay, no. not yet. All right. No. So we'll announce that later. But, you know, to Vivian yeah. Cunningham, you know, we just want to shout you out. And also, happy birthday to you, Gigi. When you turn Thank 78, you, I love you can get your, you can get your PhD. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. What's up? It's Lip Service. I'm Angela Yee. I'm Gigi McGuire. I'm Stephanie Santiago. I'm Vezo. Thank you. I'm here. <laughs> hey, y'all. What's happening? Hey. What All right. Hey. Listen, 
I love your love story, and we're going to get into all that. You know we love having couples on lip service, so mm-hmm. that's always fun. Yeah, Vezo look all happy that he got his um, wife, <laughs> Kiara, right next to him. No, nah, it was just like when Chanel had told me about like doing the show and shit, I'm like, man, that's going to look corny. Like, I got a whole I got a whole wife at home, and I'm on the show called Lip Service. They don't tell them what we're going to be talking about there. I ain't going to lie. I think you got a clue. Yeah, because like yeah. if I see a dude on there who got a shorty on the show like lip service, this is like I feel like I'll make her look bad. You know what I'm saying? Talking about certain shit when she ain't around. I don't well, know. Really, we've had we've wow. had plenty of men who are in relationships and they don't ever make their ladies look crazy. Yeah, but, like um, if, Dirk and in India, for instance. Yeah. I fuck with Dirk though. Dirk, my buddy though. That's my dog. Yeah, he, he always that's right. India, when he comes to see us. Yeah, he a real man, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just, that's just how I was thinking like, damn, I don't know if I'm going to do that shit without you. No, but, but I'm, I'm glad, glad you did because, <laughs> Yeah, because we love married. We love to have couples. No doubt. And y'all yeah. been together since you guys were 12 years old, so this ain't nothing new. Wow. So, yeah. Let's talk about that because I know if you were somebody <laughs> for that long, through a lot of ups and downs, there had to be like a lot of rough times that you had to go through. Hell yeah, we've been through some shit. I used to be real wild and crazy when I was young. So she was right there with me and shit. I used to be like doing a bunch of wild shit, like robbing a lot of folks. And like, man, I done robbed the gas station, had a car before, got cussed out. She broke up with me for that because somebody told on me, like, we just been through a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? We met, we were shorties up at Skateland. You know what I mean? Like, Skateland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker every Saturday. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we've been through some shit. We done broke up a million times, had kids and all type of shit. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. I would break up with somebody if they done robbed the store and then yeah. I got to find out. <laughs> you got the chain. Who told you? Yeah. Uh, Sharita, wasn't it? Sharita, brother. Yeah. yeah. Her best friend, brother. Only reason she found out because after I had did that, I, I was just tweaking on a bunch of bullshit. And I went over uh, somebody's house. They had a they was having like a little party, like a get together. And I went in there and pulled a gun out and told everybody, run everything, I want everything over here. And her best friend brother just happened to be there. So he done called and shit like, can you tell Kitty to get her boyfriend? This nigga over here tripping, trying to lay everybody down on the table. Oh, shit. So after, <laughs> get down and lay down. Yeah, when I when I got after that shit happened and shit, when I pulled up to the crib, she pulled up. I like, you know, Kara always been a little more mature than me, you know what I'm saying? And she just like, nigga, what type of time is you on? How's you doing shit in my car? I got 10 on this motherfucker. Motherfucker. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, you got in her door in her car. I was tweaking, like, I was yeah. tweaking, like, like I was, I was tripping. I was young, you know, I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? Just doing little nigga shit. And I feel like to me, I feel like women always more mature than men. You know what I mean? Like we the same age, and she probably like three years older than me. And to this day, Absolutely. I be doing shit like she be like, "What is you doing?" You know what I'm saying? I bought a Rolls Royce. She like, "What the fuck is that? <laughs> what you, about to that? you about to bring that home? I want this shit at the house. Somebody gonna know where we live at?" I'm like, you know what I mean? She she just she a guy. She be thinking. You know what I'm saying? So. Back then, you probably got mad at the dude for telling her, too. You know how guys are. They be mad at the I wrong really person. Mad. Yeah, he was mad. I was mad at her, too, for yeah. even, You know what I'm saying? I felt like she was a little dogging me. I'm like, damn, she's making too much sense right now. You know what I'm saying? She was wrong. I was definitely wrong. Oh, I ain't see her for four years after that. I ain't see her for four years after that. Look, you got to excuse Gigi. It's, it's her I'm birthday. She's in, she's in Jamaica, no. so she got a they lot going on. I'm in here doing. I don't even know why they trying to get in. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what? 
You know, that's as good. Kiera's fly, right? Imagine if y'all would have been young and she was cute and then she got older and things fell apart. Oh, man, <laughs> than that. Mm-hmm. Been tight. I'd have still been with her, though. I ain't going to lie. I would. That's I right. I'd have my <laughs> baby up. You know All flaws are fixable. You heard? Yeah, yeah. I'd have my baby up. We took 100,000 and thought, huh, get it right. <laughs> but let's further reverse, though, Kiera. There is a point in time where Bezo had, um, you know, he had gained a lot of weight and everything. Oh, and yeah. yeah. How was that for you? Well, I don't really care. We got, I got them together. We eat, we, you know, we get, we get, we eat right. I take care of them. So he always going to come back to where he's supposed to be at. Cause that is tough though. You see somebody like eating wrong and doing things that are unhealthy and it's hard to sometimes talk to somebody you love about that. It's constant. Cause men, they like kids. They like yeah, they kids. You gotta constantly like be their second mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I'm mad. She be saying certain shit to me. I ain't gonna lie, I be mad. Like, cause it should be making sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought I was just. I thought I was a boss. I thought I was thinking right. She had just defaced some shit that I done put a lot of thought into. Like, uh, uh-uh, that ain't right. That look corny. You tweaking like, nah, you too old for that. What you doing? You know what I'm saying? But the shit be making sense and it be working out in the long run though. Oh, that shit happen all the time too. Now, you guys did get married right before you you ended up having to go to jail for a period of time. So you got married right before that? Literally right before I went to the feds. You know what I'm saying? I had already proposed to her and shit before I even got indicted. Like this before I got indicted, we already proposed to her. And probably like two months after I got indicted, I mean, after I proposed to her, I got indicted and shit. So we dealing with that process and shit. You know what I'm saying? Care like, listen, you got to go in front of that man, a whole other nigga like. You better go in. You just was in front of that nigga. Wild dreads hanging. You looking crazy as hell. You clean up. You know, stay off that lean. Get yourself together. Go look healthy. Step in front of that man and marry man. Shit going to change for you. Yeah. You know, so we got married. You know what I mean? Uh, like I said, I already proposed to her, so it wasn't up for nothing. <laughs> you know what she said? It made sense. And when I went to Simpson, the judge said something like that. Like, oh, I appreciate you coming back to me as a married man. You know, it seemed like you're thinking and you're changing. You know what I'm saying? So I was supposed to get 47 months, and I ended up only getting 20 months. Cause of, wow. Because the that's way I, I changed. You know what I'm saying? That's the best advice she could have gave you at that time. Hell yeah, that shit played out. Mm-hmm. What changes after you got married, right? Because y'all have been together for such a long time. So when it becomes official, did anything change or did it just feel like we married now, but we've been together for so long? Ain't nothing changed to me. What about you? Um, I don't feel like anything changed. I think everything was still the same. I think I had more say so. Like things had to stick more so than when I was just his girlfriend. Like, it was like, you got to listen to my advice, too. Like, you can't just do what you want because you're not single anymore. As far as, like, the energy and the vibe, that shit ain't changed for me. It was like, shit, we thugging. Like, we already been together for so long. This shit ain't, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no different. And we had two kids, so, you know what I mean? Like, it's only the right thing anyway. Now, there was some advice that somebody had asked, um, sent in an email question. So, I think it's a great question for y'all to answer. Because you've been together for so long. And Gigi and Steph, please weigh on in this too. Okay, she said, I've been with my man and nobody else. We were supposed to get married in November, but I really want to see what it's like to be with somebody and have sex with someone else before we settle down. What should I do? <laughs> I answer it. Wow. I answer it. <laughs> what should she do? Yeah. You, you, if you've never been with anybody else, you should 
You should def no, I don't I don't tell the truth. No, you I know that woman needs no, to get laid no, out. No, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna <laughs> Listen, no, you I think all girls gotta have a whole phase. I mean, not like a true whole phase, but you gotta experience some other shit to know what you don't like, like what you like and what you don't like. So just letting that be your first your first husband, your first person you have sex with, I think that's that's a no. I think you cheating yourself because you get in a relationship, this all you experience, you're gonna wonder. But what about as a man, right? If your mm-hmm. girl, that's you're the only person she's ever been with, and then she has sex with somebody else, is that going to change the dynamic of the relationship? Well, yeah, I don't even want to marry no more. I ain't gonna lie, it's over. With. I, I think that's some sucker shit. I think like you a weird, goofy type nigga. You tell your girl like, yeah, go ahead, baby, go get smashed. You got you a weird <laughs> ass nigga. Like I think if it ain't happened already, then you shouldn't even marry that woman yet. You know what I'm saying? Like with me and Kiara. Like I say, I, I was there first, you know what I'm saying? We was together since we were shorty shorties, right? But like when I started doing stupid shit like that, that situation I just explained to y'all with the car and all that, I ain't see her before. She was serious about that shit. Three like, years. nigga, you tweaking, like you wrong. You gotta, you wrong, wrong, wrong. Like cut me off, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like that had to happen because she went off and got another boyfriend, did her thing, experienced other men, all that shit. So. By the time we got back together, it was just, it was cool. It was all up. Because if we would have stayed together, then I would have ended up, she would have probably cheated on a nigga or something like that. But like, <laughs> I, 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 feel like, I feel like women got to experience yeah. other niggas. Like, they got to. Yeah. But as a man, if if I get a girl and she ain't did it yet, then we, I'm straight. You got going on about your life. Because she going to do she gonna do it. If Buddy marry her, she going to cheat. Yeah. She gonna you think cheat. so? I yeah, she gonna so. cheat. She gonna need you only what this is eventually probably like, and then you and then imagine having homegirls. They talking about who they didn't slept with, what they didn't did, the size, and then you sitting over here with this one guy. You've never experienced anything. This is the only thing you've seen. You gonna go wondering. You gonna want to see what else is out there mm-hmm. besides him. Mm-hmm. She's speaking for herself. For I'm say. speaking for myself. <laughs> 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 how mad were you? Were you trying to get her back at the time when she broke up? It when she broke up with you and had a whole new I man. I made this songs about her. Listen, when, when she <laughs> not that that shit, I dropped this songs, all type of shit. I ain't gonna lie. Listen, I got popular. That's when I started rapping. She did that shit. And remind you, I left this part out. I was fucked up too when I was doing all this shit. Like she had a job. She was going to college. All this shit. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm 19 years old. Me and five niggas living in one house. I'm fucked up. He gives me money for weed, $30, $40. You know, she get her check. She pull up, give me $100, shit like that. You know, that wasn't ever the problem for her. You know, she always told me, like, you're going to be successful. You just got to keep grinding. But, like, listen, hell yeah, like, I ain't going to lie. Definitely was that. Now, what was he doing, Kiara? Were you trying to keep up with what he had going on? Even when we weren't together, we were still friends. Like, we've always been friends. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless of anything, any relationships he had, I had, we were still tight. We've always been friends she before anything. She was my friend. I, ain't, I was mad. I ain't <laughs> he, was, he, he was, but I was, he was rocking this songs and you were still his friend. He made me get money. When she did that <laughs> shit, I went out and got money and I started balling like a motherfucker. And that shit ain't work either. Like, I'm trying to flex on like, she, she had her own money. I'm fuck now what you doing? And she like, nah, I'm in a relationship. I ain't fucking with you. Your ass crazy. I'm cool. Yeah, he was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit, man. I started rap. I dropped a diss song, and that shit got turned up in Detroit. That's how I got popular. I got popular off her. I got the biggest song about that shit. You wasn't mad about the diss song. You wasn't mad that he did it. I (laughs) thought it was funny. He always been crazy, so I was just like, whatever. He just mad. I ain't say her name though, but she knew I was talking. No, he he, he knew it was her. 
<laughs> Sometimes leaving a guy is the best thing you could do for him. Yeah. Like, you gotta leave them, especially if they're acting crazy. I feel like at one point, like, you know, I thought just as a young nigga, you know what I'm saying? Just watching like my brothers and like my cousins and everybody move and operate, you know what I mean? Like a lot of guys in from my neighborhood weren't real men. You know, we just we 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 admired them for what they did, like as far as getting money and how they move and like the respect they had, but they weren't a real man because you know how they was playing it with they with they with their wives or their girls and how they was moving with their baby mamas, just talking to them a certain way, playing with them a certain way, and feeling like they own them. Like, and you see that a lot in the hood. Like, you know, guys move as if they own their girlfriend, and that was kind of like the a mentality that I had when we was young. Like, not like I owned her, but I just felt like, you know, what I'm saying I could tell her something. She had to go do that shit. But she like, nigga, fuck it, nigga, I'm not your motherfucking child. Like, what is you doing? So that shit kind of had like, you know, that shit just, I don't know. I, I think we had a real bad relationship and we had to break up. I, even if what I did ain't happen, we would have had to break up. It was just, it wasn't, it wasn't no, it wasn't no good relationship. At the end of the day, we was kids, you know what I'm saying? We might still be together. Yeah, we was kids. We shouldn't have even, well, I shouldn't even been having that mentality that I had when it came to her. So we had to break up, you know what I mean? She had to go. Do what she did. As soon as I got money, I'm like, yeah, I need her back. Now we got some more questions. And so mm-hmm. everybody can answer this one. What is the most common lie that you tell in a relationship? The most common lie that men tell is that they're single when they're not. Yeah, I think the most common lie is niggas like, yeah, I ain't got no girl. We talking about that. Mm-hmm. No one they be lying. No one they be lying. This one, and, and for women, not personally, because I never lie about this, but um, I think the most common uh, lie that women tell is that they had orgasms when they really didn't. I never lie about that, though. We, we talk about this all the time. I'm not about to tell you I came and I didn't. I'm going to make myself come, and then we just going to go about our business. However, women will always say, yeah, I came, knowing damn well she ain't bust nobody's nuts. Okay. My my most lie be like to care and shit like I ain't see your phone call shit like that. Like, I ain't ah see damn. Yeah, but, but I already know. But I already know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the most shit. common lie for me to my partner when I'm in a relationship is I was sleeping, I didn't hear my phone, yeah. my phone died. Those are my most common lies in a relationship to my partner. What's my most common lie? Yeah, my most common lie is I'm not mad. I always be like, oh, that's that's her favorite one. Well, right. She be damn mad. You can see the motherfucking smoke coming from yeah, her ears. Fine. She be mad about a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, what's wrong? Ain't nothing wrong. She yeah. be mad as fuck. And I be doing it. And he said you can see the smoke coming from her ears. Yeah, <laughs> like the cartoon. She said that acting rug trying to cut shit up, cooking, acting like she rugging a knife down about to break the car. Kiara, what's your most common lie? I think acting like I'm okay when I'm not okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just trying to act cool. I think that's the biggest lie. Because other than that, listen, I don't, I don't lie to him. That's too much. Okay. Listen, that's that would be it, I think. She just did that I, shit. I think we tell, we tell like, that's, little lies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was thinking, like, what do I lie about when I'm in a relationship with somebody? And I don't, I feel like I'm really honest. But like Angela said, little lies. Like, yeah. I'm sleeping. I didn't hear my phone. My phone died. That's my man. Sometimes- little lies. My phone died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My phone died. Well, what you be doing that you don't answer the phone? You just don't feel like it. She okay. she just she be call she be calling at the wrong time. Be in the middle of the studio recording, 
I'm on stage performing. She yeah. called me about anything. I need like, you to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. I'll be mad as fuck. I'll be like, I ain't see it. I just get to the point. I stop answering. Like, I ain't see it. I call it back. Two hours later, I ain't see it. I don't know what's going on. I ain't. I ain't hear that. Hold on, not while he's on stage performing. Well, guess what? Now you can't do it no more because you didn't. Because that's no secret. Now you gotta answer. Now it you gotta be like, look, I'm busy. It'd be about the most random shit. We about some shit at home or some just some random shit like. Like she just be happening, no. But she just pulled that. Like I ain't mad, stun on me last week. Like that was the that was the worst one she did last week. Let me tell y'all, this we had we uh get in the house and shit, right? So I had DM'd her. Like I'm about to post something in my story. It's only like our kitchen and like somewhere coming in the garage and shit. Like don't be mad. I'll make the video black and white. You know I ain't about to say too much. She like all right, but why am I? You know I just want to motivate like the young niggas that be following me and all that shit. She like, all right, come on, it's cool, it's cool. Listen, I did that shit. She was mad at me for three days. She wouldn't <laughs> stop talking about that shit. Like, what the fuck is you posting our house for? Like, motherfuckers ain't gotta see that shit. Like, that ain't they business. You, I'm like, I only post a kiss. Like, and you gave a whole motherfucking tour. Like, yeah. what the fuck is you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, but she went three days acting like she wasn't mad, and then when it came out, like, I'm talking about this was big. Like, that was probably one of the worst. Little falling out we had in a while. She, she really mad. I kind of get it though, because you don't want people to see what you have too. Sometimes I don't, I don't no, want nobody to see right. at all. She right, but I ain't post like the address or outside. I ain't say like where we at, none of that type of shit. But you know, I understood though in the long run. But I, I you know, I, her, can I do the shit? She said yeah, and got mad when I did it. <laughs> You know what, though? I be thinking this. The people from FedEx and UPS and all of them, they be knowing where I live anyway. I feel like everybody knows where I live. Like, if you come yeah. to my house in Brooklyn, if you go to the store, they be like, where are you going? Angela's house? Like, anybody see oh, that's crazy. People be weirdos, though, here. I don't know. Like, people are so weird. Yeah, well, FedEx worker dropped some shit off at our house, like, last week. And then he came back and left a mixtape. Uh, no, I like, I was everything. I'm like, don't even say that I want to get that man fired from his job. But we done stalked the nigga Instagram down all type of shit. Like, I done found out where he lived, everything. Like, literally, true story. And I did all that just to let you know, like, you know where I live. Now I know where you live. Let's play fair. You know what I'm saying? I was How just was the out of my garage and like I, I, I didn't even listen to that shit. I was mad. He was he he was on fire. That shit in the trash. I was so yeah. motherfucking mad. I couldn't understand why would you do how this man yeah. did that. And it happened because I parked I parked one of my cars yeah. in the garage, just pulling up to the crib, you know. And I don't never park them cars. I don't never take them bitches home because like for me, like a car ain't nothing but an ID. You know, nigga right. know if, if, if everybody know your car, post your shit. Wherever it's parked at, nigga know you live there. So I don't never take our shit to the crib. I just so happened to pull up and this man did that shit. I was on fire. I was on fire. Yeah. I stalked this man down, <laughs> DM to find out where he live, all type of shit. I know a lot of shit about that man now. Damn. I bet you he won't drop no I more mixtapes. Hell no, he better not. For real. What happened to you, Steph? I was coming out of my garage. I was coming from a driving lesson looking crazy. I had my big bifocal glasses on. And this guy, he was moving something. And, you know, I live on a real private block. I don't really like people knowing where I live. And he's like, Stephanie Santiago? Oh, I was man. like, oh, my God. 
Can we take a picture? He took a picture right in front of my fucking no. garage. My FedEx um delivery guy, he'd be te- he'd be texting me when he's dropping off a package, like, hey, I'm about to drop off a package. But that's yeah, good though, in a sense, you got a relationship yeah. with him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. now you got a line yeah. on him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Our crib got broken to on Thanksgiving before. Yes. Oh damn. Right before uh listen, let me tell y'all something. I got I got indicted and um I got my indictment dismissed. This was on a on a Monday, right? And Thanksgiving was on like a Thursday. Thursday. Monday we celebrating. The day before Thanksgiving was Thanksgiving Eve, Wednesday. My lawyer called me like, Yeah, you got indicted again. You gotta turn yourself in, come get a bond. This is the day before Thanksgiving. I'm talking it up. I'm like, fuck it is what it is. We're going to get through this shit. The next day, the crib get broken into. They took, we only had $70,000 to our name. That's all we had. They came. Somebody broke in our crib, took all that shit. Listen, we had probably about like $800 with two kids. Oh, Went through all type of shit. <laughs> so, like, we scarred, like, you know, and, and that's where a lot of her anxiety and frustration came from yeah. when I did that shit. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I had to re- rethink about that and all that. But, like, you know, this was when I had cameras at my house and just was moving goofy as hell. And I, all my cars had rims and shit like that. So that shit changed me, like, how I move and how, how we do a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, we went dead broke, like, in a matter of days. And on top of that, that Monday, I had to go go yeah. turn myself in and get a bunk. Nigga got $800. And, but I had, to show, I had to show that same night yeah. on Thanksgiving and shit. But I was only getting three thousand for a show and shit. So I'm I'm telling her like I had my homies take her and my daughter, and she was pregnant with my son. Take her to a room, sit at the room, watch her, wait on them. I'm gonna go to this show, get this little money and shit, cause we gonna need it. Really, we really gonna need it. Not this is all in my life and shit. Then that Monday, I had to go turn myself in and get a bond. I ain't know how the federal process worked and shit. I just know that's the fed. So I'm thinking they got like high ass bonds. But kind of find out like you can't pay for a federal bond. Like you only can put shit up or they either let you out for free. But I'm going in there with, with, with twenty three hundred dollars. Like, man, I'm about to wow. be in it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we done been through some shit. Yeah. Y'all have really been through it. Let me say every every lesson, every situation in life is a lesson. And and as long as you learn the lesson, then the situation was worth going through. It don't do nothing but make you stronger. And I'm living testament to that right here. I've been through some shit too. Yeah. Now that shit yeah. definitely just like make you stronger. And then by us like going through that shit together, wiser, all of that. Like I, I want I, I'm gonna say this, but not in a weird like eerie type of way. Like in a sense, like she really like like my like my man's. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's my dog. Mm-hmm. You know? That's, that's how it does be like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, my best friend first. Yeah, we don't, we don't, I don't feel like, we don't feel like married, like a couple, like, oh, babe, like, it's like, it's <laughs> nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? It's my dog. We've been through a lot. How do you mm-hmm. up the skull in the bedroom then? Because I know all these years together, there's got to be things that you do to keep it spicy, to refresh things. Do you like try anything new? Is there anything that you haven't done that you want to do? For me, you is this lip service? Remember? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah, yeah. Like, and we I, know I you want, always got to up the score, right? I want it three ways. I want, but I, know, I look at her face. Look at her face. Look at her face. Uh-uh. <laughs> all right, look though, you want to know, ma'am? <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie, Jill. Jill helped us as far as in the bed because, like, you know, being gone for two years, 
Mm-hmm. I got out looking at her like, damn, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm saying, oh, like a little morning little dog. That part. You know what I'm saying? So that shit helped us. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. Before I went in, like just doing all them drugs and shit, I couldn't keep up. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then like, I don't know, but being in jail for two years and not able to have no sex, like I came home. Every visit, I'm like, don't wear no panties. I just want to look at you. I want to watch you walk to the uh, <laughs> I thought, don't wear no pants, wear some jogger pants. I, I want to watch you walk to the bed. You know what I'm saying? She's like, nigga, you this bitch kinky as hell, but she did it for me, though. Well, that's so much good did. that came out of going to jail. You got your health back. Hell yeah, I got my health back, my yeah. sex drive, everything. I, I came home like acting like we ain't never had sex. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cup half full, cup half full. Right. We, we got <laughs> to figure out something to spice it up when it get born again. Like, what, what, y'all ain't suggestions like, no, I role role play. because role we got play. two kids. We got two kids, so we all I'm talking about them. for like another 10 years, though. Oh, another 10 years? Our kids gonna be big. Shit, we gonna so, what the fuck? They're gonna be gone. Big. We gonna be Listen, you better. I, when I come to Detroit, I watch the kids. Y'all can have a nice uh, night. <laughs> Listen, don't 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 say you gonna do that because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, expecting you to do that. <laughs> Angela oh, always in Detroit. Well, she gonna she gonna well, babysit. Yeah, you know, Angela, front you of know, Dina, I love kids. Home. <laughs> right. Listen, they they big kids. They, they can handle themselves too. I will take uh, them to the mall. Y'all, you know. Any of nope. y'all No. Nobody's married. Answer that fast shit. <laughs> I'm I'm single. Yeah. I was with somebody for ten years, and we've been apart for two. And I'm single, but um, this is news for my friends that don't know yet. I'm giving y'all something. Um, I like somebody, y'all. Oh, I might be in a new God. relationship really soon. Hey. <laughs> who is who is this? Who is this man or woman? It's a man, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you gotta ask. Oh, we know. Listen, we know. We know. I eat pussy. But I will never be in a relationship with a woman. Okay, that is not going to get Jesus, me where I need to be. You had a whole girlfriend um, in jail. Stop it. I did, but you know that was in jail. I had to do what I had to do. You um, awesome gangsters, man. You got really, I fuck with you. But yeah, it's somebody that I, <laughs> it's somebody that I've known for a long time, and we kind of just like reconnected, you know, in a different light, and we just vibe in the industry, and the the energy and the chemistry is crazy. So yeah, we is is he with you in Jamaica? No, I'm with my friends, I but I talk to him like all day long, multiple times a day, phone calls, sex, FaceTime, that whole thing. So yeah, I'm in, I'm in that mood right now. Like, you know, like a, like a, like a, school, like a high schooler on the floor, on the phone, like you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> That's how we love the jail. <laughs> <laughs> she was sending me pictures and shit when I, when I was uh, in jail. Yeah, I might send me some pictures, get spicy. She was going to like get. You was hitting them angles, girl. Hell Trying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that shit. I was going in the bathroom getting money. And Jay, yeah, we, right. we call it getting money. <laughs> so, what was it like your first night home? What? How was that? I was in the halfway house, so I was mad as fuck, like super mad. Mm. All I wanted to do was see the kids and have sex. I ain't gonna lie. But you yeah. know what though? Like I had a phone in jail, so we used to be FaceTiming and shit. You know what I mean? Trying to do new shit, trying to trying to spice uh-huh. it up. Spicy, yeah. spicy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, listen, I want to tell y'all something. My one of my exes, right? One of my exes came to an event I had and shit, right? So she pulled up. I tell Kiara, like, it's you know, it's my ex. She my, you know, we cool, it's my homegirl. Like, she about to pull up, it's all love, uh, you know, don't don't feel no way because she cool. She like shit. It's, it's, as long as it's what you said, it's all up. Uh, so shorty pulled up. 
She trying to get Kiara. I'm like, damn. She was trying to get that was your three way right there, Kiara. What and with the shits? We you can't have a threesome with your ex, not with the ex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kiara, like, what's up? What's up with Shorty? Like, yeah. she keep talking. What the fuck is wrong with girl? She keep talking to him like it's she ain't on nothing. She fuck with you. I try to get her back, man. No, Kiara, are, you con- are, are you considering a threesome at all? Not at all. No. Okay. I thought I thought in jail, but that it's an it's a no. It's a hard. No. It's gonna be the right girl gonna have to come pursue her. It might have. <laughs> I feel like all women, all women would let the girl. Am I tweaking away? I feel like that. To me, it's just I like, never, oh, I I never all, all women, but to me, it just seems normal for know. women. Like that's that's like that's a big leap for me. Uh, yeah, all is a it's a, what about just being on the receiving end, Kiara? Not really having to do anything, but would you let a woman? Go down on you. I would have to be high, drunk, uh, <laughs> out of my mind, because I never. Girls are pretty, like girls are bad, but far as being on the receiving oh, end and like having all about the herb was that's a yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a no. That's a no. girls are pretty, girls are bad. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no, they are. You're no, on our way. I don't want no girl at all. I don't have sex with a girl either. I wouldn't either, and I never have, so I think yeah. that's fine. Every girl that's is not girls is fun. For me, it's like 3D masturbation. Like, why play with myself when I can play with her and she gonna play back? You make a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, God. He got a coach like That does sound good. But that, I also like three Kiera, what if, so. Yeah, what if she just did stuff to you, but not to him, and he was just there? I don't want. I don't want it either way. I don't want. You don't want no parts. I don't want no parts. I don't want okay. no girl touching me, kissing me. I, I listen. Like I said, girls are pretty. That's about it. Like they pretty. You throw bad. some money. You throw some money. But that's yeah, it. I throw some money. I like butts. I like big butts, big booties. But I don't want to have sex with no girl. I don't want no girl kissing on me either. I want my man okay. kissing me. <laughs> okay, that's that's right. it. So. I and I don't want to share it at all. It just ain't nothing is caring. Yeah, I'm not sure. The, the first time you had sex when you got out of jail, the first time you had sex, how long did you last? Um, I did good. I put up some numbers. Okay. I did the right thing. I ain't gonna lie, like my whole sex drive was just different. Like being in, like working out and shit like that. That shit really yeah. just your yeah. stamina just at an all time yeah. high, like to the point like I'm embarrassed of my old self. You know what I'm saying? Like it saved our relationship. I ain't gonna lie, it did say a lot of things in our breaks, relationship. I think breaks are healthy. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Were you self conscious about yourself, like you said, because you hadn't been working out, you was drinking? Like, like what did you think about? Do guys think like that? Like, I don't even want to take my, sh- you know, do, say that again. like, do guys get self conscious about their bodies? You know how girls, like, we be mad self conscious, like, oh, yeah, you know, trying to suck it in and we want to make Hell sure yeah. you're not looking at us. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I be self-conscious. You do not. I'm talking, yes, I do. Like, oh. yes, I was, especially like before jail. Like, you got to think I was fat, all that shit. Like, <laughs> I used to think about that, like, because she got a nice body, you know, she ain't got no stomach, none of that shit. So, you know, I just be looking at her, then look at myself, like, what the fuck am I doing? I gotta, yeah, I, I was, hell yeah, I was self-conscious about about my my uh, appearance, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, got a, I got a pretty wife with a nice body, so... Hell yeah, I do. I think about it. I don't know about other guys, but I do. 
No, that's super honest because I think sometimes we don't look at it like women. We're so concerned about how we look and how you look at us that we don't realize sometimes that guys are also concerned about that, too, and how we look at you, you know? I never knew that. It's the same scenario as, like, having money. Like, you know, you're. it done been times, like like I say, when we was kids and a lot of guys, a lot of older guys would try to talk to her and her homegirls and they got cars on rims and they balling, you know what I'm saying? Icy jury, all that shit, so... I was, it was another self-conscious thing. Like, damn, I got to get some money. You know what I mean? Like, I got to be able to keep her. You know, and I was just thinking young, thinking that money is what to keep a woman. You know what I mean? But hell yeah, I think all guys, I know for a fact all guys be like that. On their physical and financial end. You know, women be in relationship with, with, with guys and they got to carry the, the relationship financially. And I know brothers be, you know, having that having that. And they might plan through their mind, like, damn, I got to do something. I got to be able to bring more to the table. I don't want her taking care of this shit. I don't want her to do this, you know. And she carried me for so many years financially. That's why it's like, listen, you ain't got to do nothing. You ain't got to do nothing. I made her quit her job. She uh-huh. didn't want to do that shit. But I'm like, nah, fuck that job. You ain't got to work. We ain't no, no put on but she my- said she didn't want to. You wanted to work still? I wanted to work because mm-hmm. I have two kids. So, right. Going to work, that's like a like a little mini vacation. Having two, I have two. <laughs> right. It was two hundred and fifty. It was one year apart. So yeah. Oh, it's like when I was getting street money, she wasn't going. She couldn't. She like I ain't quit my job. Like, this shit could right. go any day. But like when it, like rap money came in, and then it's been a lot of money. Then I'm like, you you gotta quit work. I ain't no work. It's over with. But she ain't wanna quit. She she wanna work. And Slam you got a juice bar you opening. So can you talk yeah. about that for a second? Because you know I love that. Yeah, juices. That's my passion. That's my love. She good at that shit, too. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. So the juice bar, we don't have an official date for the opening. But um, it's in the process of getting the build out. So I got my approval, the um, permit from the city. So now we're just dealing with contractors and to get my, my build out together for my juice bar. But congrats on that, because, you know, I come to Detroit yeah, all the time, luck. and I yeah. always end up having to go to, like, Beyond Juice, and I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you got to come with us. We yeah, got no, that. I, listen, yeah. I'm excited to do that. So I was real yeah. hyped when Chanel told me. Thank you, yes. Yeah. That shit important, you know what I'm saying? That, that Like, oh, yeah. being able to juice like that and just eat, eating good, period. Like, our kids mm-hmm. is real, like, vegans, and they lactose intolerant. So that shit help us eat better, you know, by them not being able to literally eat nothing and they be, and they love their food they love that shit like they be you know they, they love that and we ain't got that in detroit we ain't got like no no real healthy stores or we ain't got nobody in our community pushing that you know what i'm saying pushing how important it is to be healthy and you know and take in certain it's very important exactly yeah. and you know i'm just proud of her to be able to push that and it's something that she really want to do like don't get it wrong. She done had a lot of ideas. She like, I'm like, listen, just chill. You just think shit. You just, she's so eager to just, you know what I'm saying, go out and get some extra money for us. But we all right. We good. And I'm just happy that she was able to do this with her own money. Like, I ain't giving no money on this shit. And she ain't want none of my money. And, you know, so she doing this on her own. And I'm just proud that this something she can literally be like, nigga, I did this by myself mm-hmm. without your money, without Nothing, you know, it got to the point where I try to involve myself. She like, uh-uh, get back. Let me, let me take care of this. Right. Like, I, mean, I ain't in the studio with you. You ain't got to be here. You know what I'm saying? So I respect. Oh, okay. I like that. Congratulations, girl. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. We are all for the, we are all for the women bosses around here. Yeah, we got to get it. Because, yeah, girls got to help down, too. 
Yeah. And you know, I'll be, there, I'll be there at the grand opening. I don't know when it's going to be yet, but we're going to coordinate schedules. Sure. Yeah, it's going to be soon, though. Probably another two months. Yeah. Something like that. And let's talk about the, um, I guess, new decoder project. Is it a mixtape? Uh, Rich Off Rich Pints. Off, yeah, Rich Off Pints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a mixtape and shit. It's doing real good, too. Like, it was 12. I'm number 12 on, like, all. Uh, yeah, I'm doing this shit independent, though. I'm like, I'm my shit number 12 on all, like, throughout all the genres. It's number 12 on hip hop and all that type of shit. Like, so it means something to me, like, that motherfucker doing really well. I came home fighting, trying to get like my buzz back. I went in and I had a decent buzz. Came out like when nobody fucking with my shit. So it just been a nonstop grind trying to get this shit back. And it's here, it's happening, and shit on the flow. So, you know, this project really important to me because it's just it's one of them fun things. Like, you know, I'm having fun with what I do now. I make music that I want to listen to and me and my guys want to listen to. I ain't make music. I'm not trying to get you know be on the radio all i don't care about none of that shit i'm having fun with the shit and it's working and it's doing extremely well way better than the shit that i had when i was you know when i wanted that you know what i'm saying so rich listen choppy talk is my song i love that song, oh, I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like making gangster music i be wanting my shit to sound like i did it in the basement I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> all my music, like from the beats all that i feel like rap missing that you know everybody everybody like kind of commercial and then Everybody working for for numbers. Everybody working to be, you know, to go gold or had a number one album throughout the week and all that. Ain't nobody really having fun. And I feel like why they what in the middle of them doing that, like everybody losing that essence of what real street music is. You know, and I'm only speaking for street rappers. Like ain't nobody making that kind of music right now. You know what I mean? They actually live that shit and you know, motherfuckers can vouch for them and all that. And I ain't gotta try to be that way right now. Niggas know, like, I tell niggas all the time, studio gangster. They like, what you mean by that? I'm like, nigga, I don't, I don't do none of that shit that I'm rapping about right now. I ain't doing none of that. I ain't going back to jail. This shit that right. I used to do. I know that's you know what I mean? That's my old life. Like, if I say something in my song, I actually did it. If I say I had something, I actually had it. You know what I'm saying? If I say I got something, I really got it. You know what I mean? I'm official, real street guy, but right now in my life, I'm a studio gangster. Real life. I like that. I'm not about, like about killing folks. I ain't about killing nobody right now. Let's nigga play with my family. You know what I mean? We gonna stand on that. And I go do life for my respect and you know my 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 wife, my kids, or any of my loved ones. But you know what I'm saying? So I feel like ain't nobody being 100 with themselves and being genuine. These young niggas jumping off the porch at a grown age. These young niggas ain't never been in the streets. Never did nothing. Never sold nothing. Never shot nothing. Never seen nobody get shot. These niggas leave the suburbs and join the gang and then start carrying guns and go to jail. You know, these young niggas just hustling backwards. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I, I'm one of them guys. Me and ESTG, you know, we wanted, we two guys who really, really, really speaking for the streets and it's authentic and it's real. You know what I'm saying? You know what I wanted to ask you? So you did have a real buzz before you went to jail. And like you said, when you came home, it was like a fight to get it back at first. Did you uh, yeah. feel the way that like people kind of turned their backs on you? And what do you think yeah. was the problem? Uh, well, I mean, I think so many artists had came out from Detroit and like ran with like the sauce and just, you know, it was just so many people to pick from. And it was just like, you know, everybody gained so much. So many fans and had got a certain fan base to where when I came out, it was just like, we straight on you. We got this person. We got that person. We'll listen mm-hmm. to him. We'll listen to that. You know what I'm saying? So. Like, yeah, it was definitely, it was a hard fight. You know what I mean? Like, it it, it, it throwed me off, too, to, like, go to jail with that type of buzz and come home and, 
Motherfucking can't even get 500,000 on a video as far as views. You know, that shit was throwing me off. And, you know, I was a little lost for a minute as far as like, what the fuck am I going to do? You know, but I just had to start back. I just had to get my groove, you know, get back out in the world, understand what was going on, map this shit out, you know, listen to other kids and all that shit. And what I did was I just started reaching out to the young niggas who was already turned in Detroit. And, you know, me not knowing that type of influence I had over them. And that shit kind of helped me get back balanced. Like a lot of niggas remotivated, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely happened. Yeah, I, I feel like Detroit is the shit right now too when it comes to music. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people watching Detroit and wanting to, people be like, I want to sign an artist from Detroit. Yeah, Detroit the wave right now. Everybody fucking with like the sound and like our music, you know what I'm saying? And I know for a fact, if we play this shit right, we can be like, we can have that Chicago run that they had when Sosa came out. You know what I'm saying? We can we can just have that. We can. I feel like Detroit and Memphis. You know what I'm saying? Really, really turned up right now. And like like I said, as long as we play it right, we can be another hub again. You know what I mean? Everybody just gotta keep doing keep doing their thing. And Detroit, like it be a lot of shit going on with each other. We don't speak on that shit. You know, we don't let we don't let street shit make it to the internet. And we all stand on that. Like out of all the rappers in Detroit, somehow we all got a relationship with somebody or with a nigga in that camp and niggas be having real problems. It be shit going on to this day and that shit don't make it to the internet. And we collectively make sure we don't do that. We don't, we don't diss each other on, on interviews and shit like that. For nigga, I, I done been asked about niggas. I don't even like niggas. know I don't like, them. and I'm like, yeah, buddy hard. He cold. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, it ain't nobody business. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. our main thing is just sticking together and, you know, we moving as one and Detroit business is Detroit business. We don't let out of time niggas get involved in our business. Can't no niggas stop or start nothing that ain't from this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. as long as we keep standing on that, we're going to be all right. And a, a lot of artists fuck with you from other cities, too. Like I always see, obviously, Dirk fuck with you, you know, mm-hmm. Future, like a lot of people. So I guess that's dope that you're not getting all that involved, like because it get real messy. Yeah, they can't get real messy. They can't, you know, and I feel like whatever other niggas got going on, that's they, that's they, that's they business, not they problem, that's they business. That's not my business. I got my own guys. I got my own problems. We got our own ops. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with them, and we ain't got nothing to do with what they got going on. We keep this shit music, you know what I'm saying? And some niggas I really vibe with on a personal level, you know, but like I say, street shit is street shit, you know what I mean? But yeah, I fuck with a lot of them, man. A lot of them fuck with me because they seen me before. I was doing music like, you know, a lot of them niggas ain't even know I rap. Like when I, before I went to jail, I was around niggas and, you know, in the streets and, you know, I was doing a lot of shit and them niggas knew what was up. But I ain't never like told niggas like, yeah, because I do music, jump on this song or listen to this, let's do this, let's do that. And them niggas respect that shit. So now it's like, damn, nigga, you rap? What the fuck? Like when you start rapping, you know, nigga really got a buzz now. And people in their cities and states fuck with my shit real heavy now. So that shit count for something. You know what I'm saying? Well, good. Well, I'm happy that y'all joined us today on Lip Service. And I'm, it's good to see, like, the growth and how open and honest y'all are and that you could talk about everything in front of each other, because I think that's important, too. Y'all done been through so much stuff together as a couple, as individuals. I think you guys are both amazing. So I'm excited to see everything you have going on. You know, I'm always going to be a supporter. So thank you. Thank you, thank thank you, you so much. Us. I appreciate y'all. Nice talking to y'all. Thank nice you. Yes. Thank Bye. you, guys. Nice, nice to meet you. And we could never play I'm that. I'm excited um, about this juice yeah. bar. Yeah, we yeah. Be, you know we come to Detroit. Can we do Detroit too? Angela ain't the only one. We be. We well, be come, listen, you gonna have to come. <laughs> listen, I'll make y'all whatever y'all want. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. We did lip service live in Detroit. Vezo, thank you for joining us there and in New York. Mm -hmm. You know, you really are mm -hmm. a friend to the show. We appreciate you. Yes. I appreciate, we definitely appreciate you. It's on the floor. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. All right. Lip service.